Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Hey, Jules. Hey, Steph. We're back. It's our next (laughs) chapter. How are you, Jules? I'm really good. I'm really excited for today's guest. I'm excited to be here with you. It's a great day. It is a great day. Indeed, it is. So today's guest, I'm really excited to introduce our listeners to Lauren Vanskoy. And I'm going to do a little bit of an intro a more formal intro of Lauren in a a couple seconds. But one of the things that I think has been great, Julie and I talk about this a lot, is we have the opportunity to bring in so many different types of reinventions to our listeners, because we know that everyone's reinvention isn't the same. And so I'm really excited to talk about uh, the work that Lauren is doing and to hear her journey to get to this place. So Lauren Vanskoy founded Essence One uh, to bring awareness to mental health through the creation of all natural aromatherapy products. Her passion and dedication to natural therapeutic products began after being caught off guard by anxiety and depression in her mid thirties. And I'm going to pause for a second on that because I think many of us can relate uh, to that experience. So I'm going to thank you, Lauren, now and probably 14 more times me too. Uh, taking that experience <laughs> and doing something with it. So Lauren's search for help led her to certification in aromatherapy. So let's talk a little bit about Essence One. Um, Essence One products are formulated to support and inspire a less stressed life. Mm. Let's pause on that for a second <laughs> because I'm sure many of you are like, yes, yes. Sign me up. Mm -hmm. That I would like. So Essence One keeps mental health awareness at the forefront um, of every purchase by partnering with an organization called Bring Change to Mind. It's a national organization co-founded by actress Glenn Close. So Bring Change to Mind works to end the stigma and the discrimination surrounding mental illness by helping students start mental health clubs. So Essence One uh, funded the very first club in the state of Minnesota, our current home state, and with your purchases, we'll fund many more around the country. So I know many of you are asking, Essence One, how do I find out about it? Well, it's going to be in the show notes. Um, Lauren's going to tell us more about it. Lauren, welcome to her next chapter. And it sounds like you and my friend Julie Burton have crossed paths already. We have, and thank you for having me. (laughs) That's awesome. So Jules, tell us how, how do you, how did you and Lauren connect? So Lauren and I first met at uh, a pop-up 
market in the West End where we both had booths and I was uh, doing one like kind of a co-booth for Modern Well and for my um, self-care book. And Lauren was a few a few tables over with her um, delightful products. And of course, we got to talking and I got to smelling her, her sense, her essence, you know, the, the wonderful, um, relaxing and just all, I was like at the table, just like all of a sudden I was like, I feel calm. Um, and so Lauren and I got to talking and we ended up carrying her products at Modern Well for a while. And Lauren hung out at Modern Well for a while. And, and that's how we got to know each other. And I just, I right away was really struck by her work and her mission and and the products are fabulous. So I'm so glad you're here, Lauren. Well, thank you. So Lauren, I'm, I'm going to actually go um, jump around a little bit because I think maybe first, let's just have you talk to us a little bit about Essence One. So just give us a little bit about your inspiration, what the product line is, what it's used for. Just tell us a little bit more about it. What is Essence One? Sure. So Essence One, I started in 2016 and it was basically inspired by a really hard time in my life when I uh, was struggling with anxiety and depression and just trying to figure out what was going on, what things there were that I could explore to try to find balance again in my life. And a couple of those things I learned, of course, you know, there's always medication, um, then there's eating better, exercising more, um, greener products, aromatherapy, and aromatherapy was just one of the things that really helped me balance my, my emotions and my um, kind of roller coaster days. So through that, I decided to get educated in, in aromatherapy. And so I went to school and got certified in aromatherapy and had originally thought Essence One would just be something I utilized to teach people how to make products, you know, green products for their home with aromatherapy. Uh, and then people just started saying, I love these products. I just don't have time to make them. Can I buy them from you? So that's how the retail line got started. And originally we started with natural deodorant, um, beard oil, and lip balm. And from there it's grown to lotions, uh, essential oil, rollerballs, essential oil blends, uh, facial care. Uh, the line just kind of keeps growing as we grow. So it, it's something that came out of a you know, a really hard time in my life, but has turned into be, you know, well, now my life, as I know it, and it's, it's just become more than I ever thought it would. That is awesome. That is incredible. So let's back up now. So to talk to us, when you hear the word reinvention, or you hear us to talk about, you know, women, people reinventing their lives, what does that mean to you? Well, I think for me, sometimes, you know, you don't realize there's a reinvention necessary. And because of the um, anxiety and depression and the place that I was at back in, started in 2014, it just gave me that opportunity to look at, you know, my life and, and how I was living it and to try to figure out how I could take action to try and find the balance again that I had. And you know, I think too, you're given new tools. So once you realize there's all these other, um, these other tools that you can utilize, uh, just kind of looking at, um, for me, looking at my life and trying to figure out how I can reinvent it, 
um, was what I went through. And, and I think mostly it's when you find a tool that helps, you start to get that progress going. And then it, it inspires you to keep trying to figure out how to make something better. And tell us, um, I wonder if you could talk a little bit more, Lauren, about your life pre-Essence One. Sure. So before Essence One, I was uh, I was working. I had a, um, a job. I was the chief operating officer at a group travel company, um, and I was there for 16 years. So it was a job basically one year out of college that I got, and I stuck with it. And it was a lot of fun. I got to travel around the world and um, put out a lot of fires. We traveled with every tour. So they were marching bands, you know, church choirs, anybody who wanted to travel and I would travel with them. And if, um, if anything came up, I would, you know, fix it for them. So it was a great, great job. I learned so much doing that. Uh, and then I had, um, two kids and once the kids came into the picture, I thought I wanted to stay home with them. So I quit my job, uh, my travel job and attempted to stay home with them for about two months. And then, and then I went back to work uh, for the same company. Luckily they took me back. Um, so I had that job. And while I was doing that job, you know, with my kids, uh, I started Essence One and it was something that I was doing basically from midnight to 2 a.m., you know, making deodorant and soap and lip balm more as a hobby thinking, you know, a couple of people will buy this from me. And it was, it was where I was finding my happiness because the aromatherapy and the actual making of the product was so therapeutic. So I was, I was very busy, which was part of the reason that I had my kind of breakdown with um, an experience with the depression and anxiety. So it was all, it was, it was kind of wrapped together in terms of like your healing process and moving through and starting your company. I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. And it's, it makes me think about how sometimes we, you know, we create what we need, right? Like, like even like for modern while it was like, I was working at home missing, you know, a community missing a place to go to find connect. And then it's like, Oh, well, I could make that. And that helped kind of my feelings of loneliness and isolation, you know, and having, and it sounds like that really is, it worked for you in, in starting your company and dealing with the anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It was, you know, something in the moment, I don't think I knew what I needed or how to fix it. And I think that's why keeping the conversation about mental health is so important with essence one we always want to make sure that's a conversation we have that those are organizations that we're supporting because when you're in the middle of something whether it's a mental you know mental health point or anything else you don't necessarily know what you need to help yourself and it is it's kind of sitting there thinking I'll try this I'll try this and when you find something that clicks you don't want to let go of it and you just keep keep going with that Yes, that's so it's it's really inspiring and and it is a powerful message, I think, to our listeners and, you know, to think about, you know, when people some people when they're kind of trying to reinvent themselves, you know, some people have lots of ideas and and other people are like, I, I don't know. I just don't know. But if you can get quiet enough and really think like what? what do I need, right? Like, what do I need in my life? What's missing? And then, you know, to turn that into, um, you know, whether it's a company or a passion or a side hustle or whatever that is, that that's, it works because you're 
killing two birds with one stone, like you're, you know, moving yourself forward and reinvention and you're healing. And I think that is super powerful in, in what you've done. Now, one of the things that does jump to mind, Lauren, is, you know, your, your products are all about, you know, kind of stress relief and starting a business is stressful. (laughs) Um, And so I'm wondering, how did you, what support mechanisms besides your, your products, I'm sure you had to use a lot of them for yourself during this time. But I just wonder if you could talk about what was the good stuff and maybe perhaps it's the not so good stuff as you started to create this business and build this business. Sure. Um, yes. It, owning a, starting and owning a business is very stressful. There's of course a lot of rewards, but um, it's definitely a roller coaster every other day thinking, what have I done? And then, Oh, this is great. <laughs> um, but a lot of the, the good that has come out of it is I think, and I think Julie, you could relate to this is I created a company with aromatherapy helpful for stress and uplifting. Um, Julie, you created the workspace is that when you are going through something and if something, if you do reinvent yourself because of a place that you're at, you don't, at that point, you don't realize there's thousands of other people going through the same thing as you. And I feel like, The first, yeah, like, and I feel like the first time I decided to share what I was going through, it was on Facebook, which of all places was one of the, you know, the, if I went on Facebook and especially in the depths of my, my anxiety, that was the worst place that I could go at the time. Um, But one day I just decided I'm just going to share what I'm going through in, in the case that it helps one person. And, and I was nervous about it. And I just, you know, I, but I had this, um, this feeling that today was the day to share it. And when I did, you know, it's probably the most responses I've ever gotten from a post in my life, but it was, it was supportive people, you know, either going through the same things, getting private messages from people saying, you know, I'm going through this, thank you for sharing, or here's some resources to check out or, Um, you know, it was just, I realized the more that I shared, the more I was healing as well as helping other people and realizing that, you know, what I was going through was so common. It was just something I didn't understand at the time. So I think that's the biggest thing that keeps me going. It's the, you know, being able to share my story, being able to hear other people's stories, of course, the products, you know, hearing people's feedback on, oh, I'm obsessed. Morning Calm is our most popular scent and it's a mint and patchouli scent, but it's the one that people, you know, say is addicting or they they can't get enough of it or they they go online and order, you know, five different products that are in that scent or their daughter hugs them in the morning longer because they love the scent. And so just mm-hmm. hearing um, hearing that kind of feedback too is, I don't take it for granted. Every time I hear it, you know, it's it speaks to me so much because I started this little company in my basement, you know, just because it was making me happy to do something and, and to smell it. And now it's helping other people. So in the end that those are the best things about it. Those are the things that keep me going. But of course, you know, every other day, I think I have so much money and inventory sitting here. I have employees to support, or I have, you know, this, this company to keep, keep going, how am I going to do it? But for the most, you know, in the end, those are the things that keep me 
going and, and keep me loving what I'm doing. I'm going to go in right now and uh, buy some Morning Calm products. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have a couple pieces less of inventory because I literally I'm like wrote it down like, okay. I, it's a must I, have. Yeah. It's a must have. Yes. So sold. Oh my gosh. No. That's but, so funny. I literally wrote a note to myself like nothing's better than the name morning calm yeah right I'm hoping right? that my daughter does give me a hug it will also <laughs> give her some morning calm too because- <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> delightful. we'll just sprinkle sprinkle some morning calm in the, yeah. in the breakfast cereal right it's, and it, yeah it's a it's a also a gender neutral sense so it's like everybody loves it male female mm. <laughs> yeah awesome. all ages but yeah that's awesome. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it, it's so true to your point, Lauren, like, like that feeling. And, and again, like I didn't know, you know, when I was starting modern well and kind of going through some stuff of my own, some anxiety, some depression, some midlife confusion. And, and when people really, when I'd really drilled down on, you know, what is it about and what is it solving for and I realized that it w- was solving for loneliness. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, you know, when I was, you know, putting that everything together and you, you know, like you said, you're just in it. You don't really know, you know, you don't really know exactly what's going to happen or, or, or even the why until it's, it's, and then you're, and then people started showing up at Modern Well and it was like, I'm lonely. Too. I'm lonely too. You yeah. know, I mean, nobody wants to really say that, right. but it, it's, you know, they, Oh, I was going crazy working from home. Oh, I, I felt, I didn't feel comfortable in my office. Oh, you know, all the things. But at the end of the day, like, like I, like I was not the only one, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, feeling that sense of isolation. And I think that that is, that is the magic. And I love that you said, you know, if I can help one person, mm-hmm. then, you know, with my pride, cause that, I think that is such a powerful way to think about, about, th- you know, reinvention in the sense of, you know, if you're starting something or creating something like it doesn't nece- necessarily have to be like, okay, I'm, you know, going to make a, it's going to be a million dollar business and, you know, it just mm-hmm. can be like, Hey, I mean, yes, a lot we have to pay the bills and we have to feed our families and all that and that's important but also just that that nugget of like can I make a difference in one person's life I remember thinking that a lot Mm -hmm. exactly Lauren obviously you know COVID um so how old is how old is Essence One uh we turned five in April so you turned five five. in April Okay. So, you know, new business, getting going and then, (laughs) and then COVID, right? Yes. (laughs) So, so, which is a whole reinvention in and of itself um, in, you know, personally, professionally, all of it. So can you just talk through what, what the last year and a half has been like for you? Some of the lessons that you've learned and how you've kind of had to reinvent yourself as a leader and kind of guide the company through this. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because I remember I was in Florida in March when, you know, COVID turned into a very scary thing. And um, I was trying to think about 
how to, you know, with the, with aromatherapy and the wellness products, people are, you know, or were a little bit more aware of self-care and, and trying to take time out of the day to, um, to just breathe or, or pause. So at the time I was thinking about how to um, keep those products at the forefront, you know, of people's minds um, so that obviously you take time for yourself, you slow down, your immune system strengthens, um, you know, your body has that chance to heal when it's sleeping, um, all of those things. But I had actually customers contact me about hand sanitizer, which I had been making for our family mm. for years, but hadn't been selling it at the time. Um, and people, and, and that's kind of how some of our products start as our customers will say, oh, you know what, you should make this, or I'd love it if you could do this. So sanitizer came up and, um, and I thought, well, I know how to make it. And I, of course, I, there was all over Google how to make it. And the actual recipe that was always publicized doesn't work. Like it, <laughs> everyone was using the same recipe that makes the aloe vera clump in alcohol. And it was just like, well, this is not, you know, it's, that's not the recipe that's going to actually work for people. But so I decided to order as many bottles as I could, as much alcohol as I could. And um, had that kind of waiting for me when I got back from Florida in our studio and we started um, selling the sanitizer, which at the time it was, there was a shortage for, you know, for sanitizer and, um, but ours smelled good because a lot of the other mm -hmm. kinds were using uh, old alcohol or smelly alcohol. Mine was more expensive organic, which I had already been using for, for other products. Uh, and so ours smelled nice in addition to sanitizing your hands. So that was a product. We basically had a pre-order on our website uh, to make sure that it would be something people were interested in. The pre-order did really well and I was ordering thousands of bottles and we were making sanitizer in addition to our other products. So that was something that helped us through a couple of, you know, the scariest months in terms of business um, sustainability. But then it's nice to be a small business because you can pivot and you can adjust and you can create, you know, new ideas quickly. And then, and you don't need thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces of things um, to make nice. it happen. So we started putting together more gift sets because we realized that even with the sanitizer, people were gifting it to their loved ones around the country. Um, so we had more gift sets. We added, you know, being able to include a, a gift message, a handwritten gift message with your gift to our website. And we had a pretty good direct to consumer internet following. So our customers stuck with us and people were so supportive of, of shopping small and local. And it really was amazing to see the support that we got through, you know, a really, really hard year, not knowing what was going to happen, where we were going to go. Um, so we had that, and then we had just started a couple new, uh, retail partnerships. Room and board is one of our partners and they're in Minnesota and they had, awesome. um, yeah, we had just lined up a bunch of new launches with them when COVID hit, but you know, people were sitting around in their homes and thinking I should redecorate this room. I should, you know, so room and board got a bunch of business. Um, and then through our partnership, people could order our products online as well. And so we just had some really good retail partnerships as well that, that helped us through, you know, a really hard year. And it was just kind of always being aware of what was happening, what, what people were asking for, what could help make people's lives easier. That was the driving force behind, you know, what we were going to do next. So 
I feel very, very fortunate that we made it through and that we were able to help people through that time as well. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't even say or hear the word pivot like anymore during, you know, during yes. COVID, but like, yep. but really, I mean, that, that was it. That <laughs> was, that was the pivot and, and we, and we had to do it and, and it sounds like you really did it well. So I wonder, Lauren, if you could talk a little bit about, um, we have many people, many listeners that are interested in doing something like what you did, maybe not the same business, of course, but um, take something that was beneficial or helpful in their life that they have a passion for and create a business out of it. Um, I wonder if you have any advice or counsel for those who might be looking to um, reinvent in a way that was similar to your journey. Mm -hmm, I do. Um, The first thing I always tell people is you really have to be passionate about what you're doing because it is such a a roller coaster in terms of, you know, you're one day you're thinking, oh, no one, you know, this, no one cares, no one's going to purchase or, or um, think about my service. And then the next day, you know, you have an amazing day and um, you make so many connections. Minneapolis is such a great city for small business connections and, you know, talking to people, hearing their stories about how they started their businesses. I think a lot of people are like me. I, you know, Googled, how do I, get my name registered in the state? How do I make a website? How do I (laughs) know? Where do I even get business cards? All of those kind of basic things um, that a lot of people can help with if if you just go to different events. I love in-person events. That's how I got started. You know, we don't have as much time for them anymore, mostly because I don't have, I can't do them anymore. So um, I need to look into getting staff who could, you know, attend more events. But Um, that was where I met so many people and was able to tell my story and all of the, the consumers and the people that out there that want to support small, who love to hear, you know, why you got started. Um, even I always would go to a market thinking, even if nobody buys anything, I still get to tell my story to someone that, you know, will either be helped by it or inspired to start their own business. Or, you know, there's always connections to be made. It's not always about selling and and making money and and all of that but you really have to love it and it's going to be hard but you just push through it I do really believe if you push through the hard times and you believe in what you're doing you will make it you know it's it's just that you can't quit (laughs) so Mm -hmm. um yeah and and just networking is great that's that's probably the best thing that you can do because you can learn so much and there's so many connections of people that you could help or they could help you. And I think too, Lauren, like knowing that there are times that you're going to want to (laughs) quit. Like, like we're here just like, okay, can I just pull the covers over my head and Mm -hmm. just not like just, no, it's too hard. Yes. I mean, right? Like, I don't know about you, but <laughs> I certainly have many days where I'm like, help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> or is it just me? Yeah. <laughs> it's not you. Um, I know it's not just you because I'm often calling you like, (laughs) what just happened? What did I just do? Um, But yeah, I think that your advice is really wise 
wise counsel, Lauren, as people think about what it is that they want to do next. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, um, because I, I believe you get this question a lot. I'm going to ask you a slightly different question. And that is, has there been advice that you've heard lots of times and you would say, it's just wrong? Like, mm-hmm. Don't do this. Like, are there things that you were told that you just say, I, you know, I hear that a lot and it doesn't work, or I tried this and it didn't work for me. Anything pop out that might be something that our listeners hear more often than not that you would say maybe isn't as spectacular as people think it is? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, I, Steph, that's a new one. I know. Well, you know, I was just thinking. I, I like it. I get, sometimes we hear some of the same things. And, you know, we've talked about not all things work for all people. Yes. And so I wondered to myself for in your experience, Lauren, is there something that you heard over and over and over again? And for whatever reason, it didn't really work for you. So I'll give you as an example for me, you know, people have said, you know, I know that I need to, I took say yes to the meeting too far. Um, (laughs) because I need to sometimes say no. And that is a challenge for me when I know that because I'm building a business, I need to be saying yes more. So I agree with that philosophy, but I think you have to temper it with, you can't say yes to everything all the time. And so you have to be a little bit thoughtful about when and how you say yes. So that would be like one example that I thought of. Yeah, that's a great, that is a great example because you do feel like you should say yes all the time. This is hard. This might not be something that people advise, you know, all the time that didn't work, but I would say you, you have to be patient with the process. So you know, there, there are businesses and companies that start with investors or money or they've got a plan from the beginning, like writing a business plan and getting all of your ducks in a row. And I would say you just, I just went for it. I didn't have a business plan. I didn't have goals. I, I mean, I think all of those things are great. And I think that those are good, um, good things to get figured out if you have money and time and and uh, a dream. But I also think you can just start something and see where it goes. And as long as you are fueled by it, and, you know, I was doing it as a part time thing with a full time job. And, uh, and I, I'm in a place where I didn't think I ever would be, I guess, but I was I think it's just like, just start it, just try it. Don't feel like you have to have everything figured out before you start your company. That's super brave. And I love that you said that because because everyone's shaking their head right now. Like everyone is Steph Pierce. I can't see her because our cameras are off right now. But she is absolutely 100% shaking her head. Like, (laughs) like, like, there's no no question about it. And I'm like, I want to jump up and down right now for you, Lauren. I'm like, yes, just go for it. Sometimes you do. And again, just go for it could mean that you keep your day job. Yes. Yes. Doing it on the side. Yes. Right. It doesn't mean that, you know, because 
everybody can't just be like, all right, I'm going to stop doing this and I'm going to do this and hope that money will appear. Oh, no. But I, job, yeah. You got to keep the day job, right? right. <laughs> keep that day job and test and learn. I think that that mm-hmm. you, at some point you have to do something or you've done nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's the quote of the day. Somebody there it is. You have to do something or you've done nothing. Gosh. Also, yeah, I, I think the other quote is don't don't quit your day job because I should have said that too. But it's like you gotta that that's one of those pieces of advice that I think people that does resonate quite a bit. Lauren, we are so appreciative of your time. We are very appreciative of your product that uh, as soon as we get off there, <laughs> yes. it sounds like there's going to be You'll get some orders mm-hmm. real quick. Uh, morning calm, everybody. Morning calm. Yeah. Oh um, thank you for the service that you're bringing to our communities. Thank you for spending time with Julie and I and our listeners sharing your story. We are always wowed by the work of the people around us. And so thank you for thank you for that work and for that time and sharing. So we appreciate having you. Thank you yeah, for having me. Thank you for, you know, your authenticity and and owning your story around mental health, um, the power of that in, in healing um, a lot of people who, like Steph said in the beginning, you know, a lot of people suffer in silence. And so thank you for, for having the courage to, you know, talk about your story out loud and, and, and have it be part of your, of your company and your mission. Absolutely. I personally appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, listeners. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of HerNextChapter.co. You can follow us on Instagram at HerNext.Chapter. And you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week.